Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Happy Monday. It's good to be here with you on the podcast. Our guest today is actor Mickey Ishikawa, and she can currently be seen on the Disney Plus streaming series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She plays Leah opposite of Sebastian Stan, Lucky Barnes, you know the whole deal. And she was the absolute best. I think this was probably one of the most exciting and fun conversations that we've had in a long time. We talk about the show, well, as much as we can because they're under strict guidance when it comes to Marvel and talking about certain things. But it was a fun conversation nonetheless. She's been in the business for a very long time and she's worked for Disney before. She's worked for Nickelodeon. She was part of a teen band called T-Squad and she's done just so many different things and we just cover all of that from tip to tail. More exciting and fun interviews coming down the pike as well. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the podcast. Please enjoy our interview with Mickey. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Prepare to be astonished with Brett Allen. Dude, we are so gonna party! A pop culture podcast. <gasps> oh! At the open mic, no topic is off limits. Great Odin's Raven! Join in weekly as Brett interviews your favorite celebrities from film, television, sports, music, and much more. Plus, you never know who will stop by. The mystic portal awaits. Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. We have a very special interview. If you haven't seen The Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet on Disney Plus, get on the train. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is the series that we've all been waiting for. Like there's been so many Marvel projects, the smaller stories on Disney that have come out. And uh, I think this is the biggest one fans have been waiting for would you agree with that you're nodding your head yes i i think so i mean so far it seems pretty receptive (laughs) yes well you play leah on the show which is a very important role but again so far we just know her as that which is okay let's talk about uh and i'm sure you've probably been hearing from your publicist or just the internet just all the assumptions that people have and and just how excited they are so this is really cool Let's talk about your role. And I said, as I mentioned, there's only two episodes out Mm -hmm. so far. So let's talk about your introduction to the story and kind of how it plays into what's happening in in the storyline so far. So, you know, you meet Leah in episode one. Um, She's working at um, Izzy's, which is actually my family's restaurant. Um, and uh, then we meet Bucky, obviously, who, who comes in and he's a, a patron, a regular patron um, with Yori, who is also my regular. And um, we, we get set up on this date with, uh, that Yori sets us up on, you know, a cute little Cupid moment. And um, we, we go on this cute date. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, we get in, you know, a little in depth and uh, some personal stuff. I think it's, it's nice to see Bucky in a light, I think, that we haven't seen yet. Um, and we have some kind of like real moments. Um, clearly he has his own thoughts that occur and that's why he needs to bust out the door, but <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's, it, it's been nice to see kind of, um, how people have been, re- been reacting to, to that. And I think that is a very valid point that you mentioned. We get a little bit of humanized moments with him that we haven't in all the other 
films that he's been a part mm-hmm. of and everything that he's done. And so he has what could potentially be a love interest or something else. We don't know, but it's kind of fun just to see how that moment unfurls there. And your character, I think, does a really good job of sort of connecting with him on a different level, right? Because mm-hmm. as far as we know, you don't know him and he doesn't know you. And there's just this moment of like normalcy, right? If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's nice. You know, you kind of need to be taken out of all of the the superhero stuff once in a while, right? And like, that's why obviously Marvel is so good at they're just connecting real life and, um, you know, this fantasy world. And I I think that's why fans love it so much because it's easy to kind of immerse yourself in that. I think that's another fun thing too is, again, you just said that we kind of get taken out of all the explosions and the fighting and every character is mad at another character or whatever the case might be. The jokiness, I guess, in some ways mm-hmm. that goes on amongst the, the Marvel folks, but really just kind of this is where we are. This is where Bucky is at this point in his life. And we kind of just get to see a different side of him, which I think is fun. And your character is absolutely fantastic as well. Oh, it was, thank you. Yeah, it was kind of interesting to see how <laughs> Yori and such kind of made the introduction to you yeah. and to him and just kind of just to meet cute moment and then you guys wind up having a connection and of course he disappears and then we go okay why would he do something that stupid but clearly (laughs) there's reasons why that happens so I want to talk about this character for you because you've done a lot of different things how did this role come about for you how were you introduced uh, to this and and what was your process to getting to playing this iconic and pivotal role Marvel, I guess, you know, when you when you read for it, it's, it's a big secret. Everything's a secret, not just Marvel. There are many other um, entities as well. Uh, but yeah, don't you don't have much context. So you just kind of make up whatever you think. And um, honestly, yeah, no idea. Just got a quick phone call of like, okay, you get you got to leave. Um, I was like, oh, okay, cool no context of nothing and and you know and um you go in you do your thing without knowing much and then you come out of it and you're like hope to see what happens <laughs> but yeah i really like that's all i can really say to be honest it's just it was such a whirlwind and obviously i mean an amazing experience overall um i can say sebastian stan is a wonderful scene partner and a fantastic human and super great to work with and and carrie our our, our director was also amazing and she clearly has a clear cut stand view of, you know, how she wants the series to be done and everything. So yeah, it's kind of great. It's like, I'm watching it just as much as you guys are watching it too. And just seeing it all kind of unfold, you know, and everything's really cool um, to, to kind of process, but. Yeah, yeah, it is very interesting. And, and for people listening, I mean, there are even hoops to jump through getting an interview with somebody in a Marvel project because it is so secretive and promises <laughs> as an interviewer that you have to make to different people mm-hmm. saying <laughs> that you're not going to ask certain questions. And I think we've done a good job so far. Interestingly yeah. enough, as an actor, just from an outside perspective, when you get picked for this and you have to audition, do you find it to be more challenging because you don't have as much information to make choices as an actor when you're auditioning? Or do you just purely have to rely on your instincts and skill set as a performer to really nail whatever character it is Mm. that you don't even know that you're really auditioning for (laughs) you know this actually happens quite often um for us actors there's a lot of projects that are super secretive top secret and like 
you just sometimes it's dummies. I mean, most of the times it's dummy sides or, you know, they'll give you like a scene from an old movie or something like that. And you're like, I have no idea. But yeah, it's like it's case by case. But sometimes you just go in and you just do whatever you think. Um, or, you know, we're just like as, as much as fans, like just we keep asking questions as much as we can. And we keep getting shut down, shut down, shut down <laughs> until they're like, OK, we'll give you this much and this much. And you're like, OK, I'll take that. Thank you. Um, so it kind of just goes all over, uh, to be honest. And um, I think it's always just trying to find like what is really relative to this character that you guys are looking for or, you know, just how to help me help me help you um essentially but yeah sometimes i mean most of the times we just kind of have to take it our own initiative and just make whatever choices we think you know for that character and and casting or studios will will see that through hopefully and think that you're right for whatever they have planned for you <laughs> yeah it's funny that you mentioned that because i've heard other folks like yourself who have auditioned for projects that are kind of on a secret sort of level mm-hmm. and one actress was telling me she got a scene from like a Humphrey Bogart movie that she had mm-hmm. to use as her audition, but there were certain characteristics about that role yeah. that were very similar, if not equal to mm-hmm. the character she was playing. So she said it was very weird to play like a June Lockhart type role or something <laughs> for an audition uh, when she was like going out for like, you know, a tent pole popcorn blockbuster summer film you know because you just don't really know (laughs) what you're gonna get right but that's on purpose because obviously they don't want you spilling the beans or somehow the information getting out to the general public because as i mentioned earlier you know the blog sites have just gone nuts about this particular show so Mm -hmm. as an actor it probably has to be a badge of honor for you to really land such an iconic storyline or iconic project like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Had you seen all the Marvel movies before this came about, or was this kind of your first introduction to all of that? Oh yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely a huge Marvel fan. Um, obviously, like Endgame was epic, and uh, you know, I, I definitely have some of my really close friends are even more big, you know, more into Marvel as more than I am. So they are on the Reddits and they are on all these things, and they're just like. <laughs> texting me and then you know calling me and being like what can I ask you and I'm like "Eh." (laughs) like just all these things I'm like okay I don't know guys and you know just try to honor that too but yeah I mean I think being in something like the Marvel Universe MCU is is pretty amazing it's pretty you know like even me I'm I'm still pretty like oh this is cool um which and I think that excitement is is kind of never really goes away um and especially when I guess when you're first entering you have no idea what to expect I still don't know what to expect um you know, and so the outcome and then outpour of everything so far has been pretty just kind of like a whirlwind to see. And um, yeah, I'm just like on this journey and just being like, cool. I'm, I'm glad you guys like Leah. <laughs> it's exciting, to be honest, because I mean, I said in the beginning of our conversation, I think this is the series that a lot of people have been waiting for for a very long time. I mean, Captain America, that whole mm-hmm. storyline, Falcon is I think been a fan favorite of most people in the individual storylines that we got before Mm -hmm. the big Marvel movies and things. And really, I think, and you can tell me if you agree, they just do really well at everything that they do, like from television to film, they have just sort of mastered this superhero universe, right? Oh, totally. And that's what I'm saying. I think Marvel is just such a, you know, such a wonderful thing to watch. Cause again, there's so many parallels to real life. There's, 
it's easy to kind of see you yourself in that world. But then obviously, once there's like the villains and everything that starts to take place, you're like, okay, this is definitely based on the comics and all that stuff, which makes it really entertaining. But yeah, it's just it's fun to like remove yourself for an hour or a couple hours when you're watching these things and be fully immersed in that. Um, so it's so fun. And obviously, like seeing everyone else's reactions, right, always is is really fun too. What do friends and family think about you as far as just being an actor and really landing something so fun and exciting to be a part of? I mean, what has been the response? I know you kind of alluded to it earlier about people texting you. Can you tell us? <laughs> I read that this character is really this. Can you answer that? And you're like, I don't know, or I can't answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so I, I'm a child actor. I've been acting since I was 11. So this has been my my whole life, pretty much. Um, I've had the fortune to be able to be in a lot of different types of experiences and projects. And uh, this is definitely one on its own, you know, and just being in this. And again, like, there is something special about the, the MCU in itself. And uh, yeah, it was like a big deal. And I, you know, remember when I first got like, I couldn't really tell anyone, obviously, like, I really couldn't tell anyone. It was just like this huge secret that I had. And I was just like, okay. And like, especially like I left and then, you know, all that stuff and um, to go film and yeah. And then like, you know, when slowly it like, it got, I think it got leaked that I was a part of it or whatever, then people started like, Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, I still can't say nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so and obviously now that, you know, that episode came out and everyone, yeah, it's been, it's been really, really overwhelming in like the best possible way to be honest. And I think it, Still hasn't really hit me um you know uh, like friends family calling me or texting me and just like you know posting and things like that and just saying like how proud they are of me and and you know that's like it's it's so great to kind of hear those things because you do this for a long time and, and sometimes you just like not that it ever becomes monotonous but like you know it's just some this is so different and this is definitely as long as I've been doing this this is probably the most attention I've ever gotten so it's a lot and I'm just like whoa I don't know how to navigate this. So I hope I'm handling it. Okay. So far. I think you're doing great and you have an amazing publicist. So I mean, Thank you. that's a big piece of what you do. So you started out, you've worked with Disney before. Zoe 101 is really where most yeah, people, Nickelodeon, mm -hmm. Nickelodeon. Sorry. Did I say Disney Nickelodeon too? Separate. I, I, I would, don't worry. I was involved in both worlds. Yeah. So. I, I would say oh. there's a big difference. So you started out on Zoe 101 and then you kind of have just had different projects throughout your career when you first got the idea that you wanted to be an actor and pursue this what was that process like for you Mickey did you just kind of see things on television and go I want to do that or what was kind of your introduction into the world of, of acting and performing uh yeah I started actually singing first when I was younger and so you know just I was extremely shy though when I was younger to the point where my mom was like she'll never do this like impossible and I think a part of me, it just was like, no, I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I started like performing um, live stuff and obviously like little theater things here and there. But then we moved to California when I was a 10. And so like I, I read, I was already doing commercials at that up to that point when we lived in Hawaii. And um, it just, yeah, I signed with my agent and, you know, at that time and it just started going out and then just started booking things right away. And it just, I don't know, it was like, uh, I guess yeah like seeing how a performance could affect someone was something that was really cool to me 
And because anytime I watch something, you know, like remembering even at an early, early age, how it affected me emotionally, or, you know, seeing someone that maybe resembled me or someone, you know, that just had, was going through a same, similar experience and what, how that affected me. So I think that's what really kind of pushed me to be like, you know, this is what I, I want to do. And I think I want to be able to create, even if it's, you know, one performance or one experience for one person to kind of, um, really you know feel for as well like that's all I, I want and so I just kind of continued in and continued in obviously as I got older I really started really understanding more of what human emotion meant and and all of those things because when you're a kid you only just do what you think and all of these things and I mean I was by no means a genius actor you know I was just doing it because it was fun and all the things but definitely like as you get older just really understanding and having more life experience as well too and kind of fusing that with my work and you know other things as well too so yeah but I, I definitely love it and I, I still think you know just that's why we love going to cinema right is just being able to take your life uh, time out for a couple hours and experience this and you feel this want you go on a journey with a character and you know how that affects you and you come out of it and then you're able to have a conversation with friends and family about that project and what it meant to you and it just, you know, that's why cinema has lasted for so long. And, and TV also right now is so great. And there's so many amazing projects. So also we love, you know, silly things too. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a very valid point in the sense of like, I mean, we're kind of starting to see light at the end of the tunnel with the pandemic and things and mm -hmm. not to make it focused on that, but really like a year ago from where we were to now is just significantly different. Like you're industry pretty much has fired back up and is working full-time. You know, people are posting on Instagram, they're at work again, they're doing stand-up shows. And really, I think this whole pandemic, like one of the positive things to come out of it was really like another boom, another golden age of television, right? Like as far mm -hmm. as how much content you can consume, you know what I mean? It's crazy what what is out there to watch. Yeah, I, I really saw too, like, I think the pandemic just showed where would we be without art and, and art forms and everything, whether it's, you know, books, music, TV, film, fear, like all that. It's just, that's what really helped people get through the pandemic, right? And obviously amongst other things, but that in itself is just, it was so vital for us to kind of survive and still be united in whatever front that we were. And I think that's just, you know, and it, it really just showed you how, it, we, how much we need artists to, to continue to create art, to continue to make things that people can, you know, hold on to and, and, and be a part of in whatever sense for themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a fun set. It's just a great escapism to be able to watch this great show or other things, you know, that are on television or hopefully going back into the movie theater soon and being able to watch a movie. Um, yeah. That is one thing I miss. I could care less about oh, going to too. a restaurant but <laughs> or, you know, a bar, but just going and sitting in a theater um, and just getting that full immersive experience of mm -hmm. sound and interaction. It's just, I miss it. But uh, I think, you know, again, there's light at the end of the tunnel and there's this mm -hmm. fantastic show that you're a part of to watch you started at a young age, you mentioned this, but as you were going on and, and acting and started kind of progressing through this, did you ever have a job or anything that you did to kind of pay the bills along the way that you enjoyed doing or that you felt that you were good at? Or did you just kind of like work to work and you didn't really <laughs> care as long as the bills got paid? 
Um, you kind of cut out, but you can you repeat that question one more time? Yeah, absolutely. So as you were working your way through your career in acting, did you have a job that you did that you worked full time while you were still okay. trying to make it? Or did you just kind of work to pay the bills and just kind of did whatever you had to do until you could pursue this full time? Uh, yeah. So, you know, my experience is kind of funny in, in a sense of like, it's a, a really backwards compared to a lot of my friends in the industry as well, too. And, you know, because I started at such a young age and um, TV film, and then, you know, I was in a singing group with Disney and I toured with them for a couple of years. And it was just, just such a crazy life, honestly, as a child. And I, I keep telling my, I have to remind myself of the things that I've done because I'm like, oh, I've done that. So, um, but yeah, until I was like 21, just like nonstop working and then transitioning from like a kid to an adult is, is really challenging, especially if you're not with the right team that doesn't really know what to do with you. And, you know, so I, I hit that wall and I found myself now not being able to even get a single audition, um, not being able at that time with my agents to have them pick up the phone, just like, and then freaking out of what do I do with my life? This is all I know. Uh, so I kind of had to like buckle up and, you know, go get a job. So like I was a personal assistant for a photographer for a while. I did that. I, I um, you know, random like styling things. Uh, and then I, I got into retail therapy and uh, not therapy, but retail, which was also therapy <laughs> in that <laughs> sense. But, you know, um, yeah, like high end retail. So I just became really good at, at being a salesperson. And maybe that's because I'm an actor also, but I, I you know, is really funny. The, the stores that I worked at were high end. So most of my clients were like big actors, big producers, big managers, and I'm still pursuing my career. And so, you know, I'd sometimes I'd mention, you know, if they asked me what else I do, I'm like, well, I'm an actor. And, you know, you could tell the people that looked at you as like, oh, you're, you're one of those people. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I've, I've really been doing this my whole life. And then you could tell the ones who are, you know, like, oh my God, yeah, like, what have you been in? And you get into that whole conversation. And a lot of those people I'm actually really good friends with now. And they're pretty big powerhouses in this industry. And obviously for something like Falcon Winter Soldier to come out and me being in it, I've like the numerous text message from those people that I received wow. of like, you know, we're so proud of you. Like we've seen you hustle your ass off and you were pursuing your career while you were helping me buy a suit. Like it's incredible to see where you've, you've, you know, you kept going and we're really proud of you. So, and that's what makes me really, you know, kind of almost proud of myself too, that no matter what things I needed to do, right. Of just at the end of the day, paying my bills, you know, I just, I didn't give up and I knew it was something would happen eventually. Um, so yeah. And even after I, I went and shot, um, AMC, the terror anthology show for season two, did that series. And then I came back and it was kind of dead for a while. And so I was like, shoot, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, you know what? I don't have any ego. Might as well just go back. So I went back for a little bit of um, after being a series regular on a show. And I went back to doing that. And, you know, was, I think a lot of actors don't talk about that. But, you know, for me, I've, I, I think I've really made peace with it. And I'm, it's something I'm really proud of myself of knowing that sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. There's no embarrassment. There's no nothing. It just, you know, if you love to do what you love to do, nothing will stand in the way and you'll just put all of that, you know, into that. So yeah, like I did that for a little bit and same thing. People are like, Oh my God, didn't you just go shoot a TV show? Like, why are you back here? And I was like, Oh, you know, just need to make more money. And they're like, you're smart. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, lots of experiences, but I, I actually loved, um, I, I helped most. It was like, I helped men. So I love being able to tell them what looked good on them and what did it and helping them and just like boosting their confidence. So that was a lot of fun for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's always nice when you have that 
as a guy going into shop who hates to shop <laughs> and having somebody really sell you and not just BS you, but to really yeah. like tell you that fits well on you and what you might not think looks good on you. It does look good on you. Trust me. <laughs> they're not just paying me to say that. Now here we're talking about, you know, personal issues. That's a really great story. And like, you're not the first person on the show to talk about that. And, and you're right. A lot of actors don't do that, but I always tell this story. I was talking to an actress who was on a really big show on Hulu and I think Lifetime or one of these networks anyway. And like she did this and then she was in like an Academy and nominated film. And then mm -hmm. on the weekend, she was still booking appointments at the yoga studio and people would just kind of look at her and go, oh, hey, that's you. And she's like, yeah, I got to pay the bills, you know, like yep. and there's and the fact that you have embraced that is amazing. And it, it just makes Thank me you. happy to hear that. Well, this yeah. is awesome. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier now on Disney Plus. We've got two episodes out and a few or several more to go. Mickey is on the show. She plays Leah. Stay tuned. We're all excited <laughs> to see um, what happens if the Reddit <laughs> blogs and every other <laughs> network internet source on the wiki webs is correct or not who cares you're amazing in it and uh, i'm you. excited to see what happens mickey thanks for hanging out with me this afternoon i appreciate it it's been fun thank you that brings today's show to a close goodly do thanks for stopping by if you enjoyed this episode feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe it's absolutely free the views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.